Sansón. Today's guest is 17-year-old pop star in the making whose latest single, Haunted, being only her fifth song release, has surpassed 2 million streams on Spotify alone and is currently rising to the top of every hot pop music playlist. The SoundCloud and YouTube reposts of Haunted have amassed hundreds of thousands of listens and are for sure setting her up for extremely lucrative lawsuits and several copyright strikes in the future. Her previous releases, including Game Boy and my personal favorite, Closer, are racking up numbers like a college fuckboy on a Saturday night out. It's today's most buzzed about name in independent and undiscovered pop house music and tomorrow's legend, Isabel LaRosa. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm just, I'm happy to be here. I'm so excited. I've been listening to you for the past two weeks nonstop. And I'm pretty sure that <laughs> everyone in my life is sick of hearing your name. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, please, turn I do not want to hear this anymore. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> the world tour shower performances that I have completed and slayed to Closer this week are unprecedented. <laughs> well i'm i'm glad <laughs> i'm glad i could be a part of it <laughs> i was listening through like i always um start at the top of whatever's the most streamed which is obviously haunted right now and i just yeah. let it play through and once your playlist or whatever you're listening to will end on spotify you know how it kind of just like creates its own radio station every time i finish listening to i guess 16 candles is the last one it like rolls over into a station and starts with um grimes kill v mame do you know do you listen really? to grimes I do listen to some Grimes. I definitely know. I'm not like in, familiar with her whole kind of discography, but mm -hmm. I definitely love some of her music. She's really cool. Yeah, I was like, how cool is this that the next up after Thing. all of her music is Grimes? Like, what a what That's company sick. to be in? Um, so I know you're in New York right now, but where are you actually from? Um, I'm from Annapolis, Maryland. I don't know if that's too specific. It's not a huge place, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm from Maryland. Um, but I kind of I'm been going back and forth between there and New York with my brother, um, just so I can work out of both places. But yeah. <laughs> so your brother is your co-writer and your producer. Um, but you guys first started yeah. kind of as a band and releasing music that way. Yeah. So how did that come about? So many artists are like, I've been doing it since I was like, got into blah, 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 mm -hmm. years old. And like, but I mean, that kind of is the case. Um, I know, uh, I mean, my dad's a jazz musician. So I grew up uh, singing jazz and uh, my brother would play guitar and we'd go sing. <laughs> I'd go sing at like seven <laughs> years old while he was like 11 um, in like jazz clubs. Um, and we'd go and perform at like open mic night. I don't know. I think he always wanted musicians in the family. So, um, and then. Uh, in middle school, Thomas started getting into production and then we started recording our own music uh, and kind of re releasing it on iTunes under La Rosa, just like yeah. a duo. Um, <laughs> and then we released an EP later on. I don't know. It just kept going. It just like always kind of been there. I don't really know how to fully explain it, but we've just really always done it. And then you know, here we are. <laughs> I love the beginning of the song Scared when he was like, do you want to sing I messed up or I fucked up? Oh, and no. you were like, well, mom's upstairs. That was so funny. <laughs> oh, no, I cannot believe I forget that that's still on Spotify. So like it's like accessible to people. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I went looking for it. Yeah, that one. It was originally going to be I fucked up. But then we were like, Ugh. yeah whatever audience we're going to have, it's definitely going to be younger than us. And I'm in like seventh grade or I was right. in seventh grade. So 
The yeah. songs are good for your first efforts. They're really great. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> do you guys write together or does Thomas do most of the writing? Um, we write together a lot of the times and it kind of like depends. I mean, I think that obviously I do a lot of writing um, and Thomas does a lot of writing as well. But I think that he's just more like hyper focused on writing. Um, and then I also, you know, I'm focused on like visuals and, you know, like the kind of marketing and right. all that kind of stuff. Um, but we mostly write together or it's like, it really depends. It's like, he'll have an idea and he'll send it over and like, I'll flesh it out or, you know, I'll have something and send it to him or we'll like come back and like modify something right. together. So it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely like a group or I guess two of us effort. <laughs> do you start more often with like writing to a track or does do the lyrics come first and then the music comes after? Um, honestly, I mean, I think probably most, it really depends, but I think probably most of the time, it comes from like he creates a like a kind of like a beat and then we write over it. But also it actually really depends because we were literally um, writing like acoustically the other day because I find that like when you write over just like acoustic guitar, like you don't want to start with like a crazy beat and then have like not much of right. a song. I think what we try to do is like have the song itself be really good and then like fit production around it. So it's not like production based instead of song right that makes sense sense. um i like the way that you guys write because i feel like i always really enjoy listening to artists that are somewhere in my age group um specifically like a miley cyrus or an ariana because i can relate to what they're going through because we're in the same stage of life and as much as i find artists like for example olivia rodrigo i think she's super talented and she's obviously everywhere right now but like at almost 30 years old I don't relate to, I just got my driver's license and I drive past your street. You know what I mean? Like I'm past that, like, I'm past that, like teenage (laughs) angst shit. So the thing I like about you guys is that you're both so young, but what you're writing is relatable to a lot of different age groups. So I wanted to know if that's something that you guys consciously think about, or if that's just kind of your natural writing style. I mean, we obviously try to kind of appeal to a certain audience. And kind of like the age range that we appeal to. But I think it's kind of just the way that we tend mm-hmm. to write. Um, but we also like to write things. It's like we don't want to write something that's so specific that it's not like, you know, we're trying to have like hits. You know what I mean? So it's like if, if your grandma doesn't see some kind of like mm-hmm. appeal in it, then like, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? But I think that it's also just like part of just the way we write. It's not something we actively think about all the time but it's definitely there so well props to you for bridging the age gap because i can definitely relate to pacing circles around my room and wearing holes in the carpet (laughs) (laughs) well you know i'm i mean i'm not great that not good that you relate to that but oh yeah you know everybody has their days (laughs) exactly exactly so tell me about slumbo labs is that where you guys are recording is that like where you guys are making all your music out of yeah that's um, it's a studio that my brother manages uh, in Brooklyn. Uh, I don't know. If I keep really specific about the uh, locations. Right? <laughs> Nobody go there. <laughs> yeah, no one explore anywhere there. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, it's a studio in New York that my brother uh, used to intern at and he manages now. Um, and we work out of there with uh, some other artists as well, or like producers and, and people. So yeah, it's great. We where we use it whenever we are up here and yeah, it's, I'm, I'm 
big fan of Slumber Lab. So. That's awesome. So does he live here or is he still in Maryland as well? He's um he's kind of splits time um but he mainly lives here um but he still like comes and spends time in uh, mm-hmm. Maryland uh but he's kind of been back and forth between uh LA, New York and Maryland. So what makes you guys decide that you're going to change the dynamic of the relationship between how you guys are making music together? Like what makes you decide that instead of going forward as a band or a duo, you're going to be more in the forefront? as you still work together on music? How did that happen? I think that um, it was actually, I think, in the beginning of quarantine that we were like, because we'd done music as a duo for so long. Um, and I think that you also kind of, like, even if it, even though it's the same process, you still kind of have to manage both of your tastes in music. Like, you have to merge right. them more um, instead of being like, oh, this is, like, for Isabel, so this is what, like, specifically she likes or whatnot. Um, and I think, all, honestly, we didn't see a lot of, like, duos or bands kind of, like, blowing up at the moment. It was more just artists. So even though the process doesn't change, we were just kind of like, let's just, like, try it as both individual artists and just see how it works and if it works better than do, being a duo. Because I just think it's, we have, I think it allows more creative freedom for both of us because he still has plans to release his own music, which he needs to do. But, um, but I think, yeah, I think it just allows for more creative freedom, but the process doesn't. Right. Change, well, I mean, so. female, young female artists specifically, especially in this like kind of pop house, little bit of trance genre yeah. is like really hot right now. And mm-hmm. people who are making that kind of music in that bracket are really gaining a lot of attention, which clearly it's worked for you. So, yeah, I think that I, it wasn't even. It wasn't any kind of issue or anything like that. We were just like, huh, let's just try it out That's this great. way. And just like different names and then let's just see how it works, you know? It's awesome that you, you're still working together and kind of doing the same process, but just in a different way. Um, who do you feel that you're most influenced by musically? I don't even know. I mean, I think that I've grown up with so many different like music influences that it's hard to like pinpoint one. I think that like, um, I mean, I've, I've grown up with like my mom is really into classic rock and my dad is really into like jazz and like Latin mm-hmm. music. And then I liked pop a lot as a kid. And then <laughs> and then my brother got into like bluegrass <laughs> when he was younger. So it's That's like, a crazy mix. So it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like so I think that I mean, I I personally like just pop a lot, but I'm literally I'm very much not opposed to. Like, I like all different genres of things. And I know everybody says that, but I actually do. Um, So, I mean, it's like, you know, I love, I'm a big Slater fan, but I'm also a big Casey Musgraves fan. So it's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. I think it's just whatever I kind of like, I think you kind of nail down a slight niche for yourselves. But I also like, I mean, I did like, we released Game Boy and then now we release Haunted. So, you know, it's not like I'm, I'm good with, Whatever I just think is cool, I'll release. So Haunted is the latest single. What is the inspiration behind that song? Um, I think that we were looking at kind of like Crystal Castles inspired stuff. And honestly, to be honest, we really just like that kind of dance world. Um, And I think we were like, this feels like there's some stuff in this genre that's popping up. But like a lot of it isn't like exactly like pop format if that makes any sense Mm -hmm. like i feel like it's more it's just a more like underground niche that it's started starting to pop up more but it hasn't like 
had anything that's mainstream kind of like broken yes through to more i agree mainstream. yeah so and we just love that stuff so we were like eh, let's just like fuck around with this and like see if there's anything cool yeah that's awesome because it it really only takes one artist to kind of break that sound into the mainstream and that becomes the new hot sound and then everyone jumps on it and copies your shit <laughs> <laughs> exactly but i don't think we're there yet but that was the you know that was the um i think that's that was what was going through our heads is there a specific guy somewhere that's listening to this music that knows this shit is about him <laughs> um i'm about to say probably from one of the songs but not the rest of them definitely yeah <laughs> good <laughs> we Fucker. haven't talked about it but he definitely knows all right well expect that text <laughs> as the streams keep going up <laughs> yeah he's like yo is this about like <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> that's funny well speaking of streams haunted is over two million streams about to hit 2.2 what does that feel like and when and where are you when you're like holy shit this is blowing up i didn't really i think both thomas and i i mean we obviously everything that we make and want to put out we think is great but like i did not expect the kind of like how reactive it was but to be honest i think i mean it's amazing this is this is i think we're just honestly trying to get the next one we're just working and and writing a bunch of different stuff uh and testing it out i mean i think i kind of like just kind of try to keep my head down and just keep Mm -hmm. moving like it's amazing i think i try to just like like oh yeah that's crazy and i just keep going because i think that if you get too caught up in all the little things it can like slow you down a little bit if that makes sense so um but i mean it's amazing This this is i mean yeah this is the goal but i just try to keep you know, keep uh, yeah. plowing ahead. I don't know. <laughs> well, I've seen a lot of what you've been posting on Instagram, like the playlists on Spotify um, and all the different places that the song's being added to. And it's so cool to see someone who's new and up and coming and kind of like breaking out up there with these big players. Like I saw you on some of the like the new pop music playlists with like One Republic and all these crazy artists that are so huge. And those spots are like, there's only so many spots on those massive playlists. And it really gives you such an incredible reach. So it's so cool that you're like five songs in and this song is really taking you to that place. And now people are kind of anticipating what's coming next for you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, it's it's just odd to see yourself with like a bunch of those people. But, yeah, I bet. But I mean, <laughs> I'm, it's cool. What's your parents' reaction to all this? Like, it's so crazy to see all of this happening and then to realize that it's you and your brother as siblings doing this together. So it's like yeah. both of your success kind of happening at once. Like, are they dumbfounded at what's happening? I mean, they're, uh, I mean, they're, they're really, really happy. I mean, they're, they've been very, very supportive for a really long time. Um, they, they're, my mom's basically like my manager. <laughs> um, I mean, she's, they're, they're really great and they've, they've, you know, kind of like stuck with it for a long time. So, I mean, they're, they're really, really happy, but I mean, yeah, they, they're just, they've been really, really supportive. I couldn't have, you know, gotten yeah, here that's awesome. with them. So. so we were talking before about how you're more like visual based, like that's what you're focusing on. So are you guys planning to do any sort of visuals for the songs? Are you thinking music videos? Are you going to try to like capitalize on what's going on with Haunted and put out a visual? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would love to. I think that, I think we were kind of thinking about this the other day and like, how are we going to, because I feel like it's still, you know, you want to kind of have it let its full mm-hmm. lifetime um but i think that um i love music videos um i think they're amazing i think that for whatever reason right now the like platform that things are like youtube or like music videos don't seem to be pushing artists the way Mm -hmm. that they used to 
if that makes sense. Um, like it seemed to be more short form content in, you know, on TikTok, obviously, and just like across different platforms. I think that, um, I think that honestly, we're thinking about just basically shorting, like, sh- uh, making short content for TikTok, but as like mm-hmm. a music video. Yeah, that's you know cool. What I'm saying? Um, and then putting it on different platforms instead of like right. one whole, uh, one whole video. Cause it's just like a lot of time and money. Yeah, 100%. And then I want to make sure that like, if we're going to, put that into a music video that we kind of like getting the right. return that we would want. Um, so I think just like kind of taking it and shortening it and putting it, putting it up on TikTok. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I think times have changed so much. Like music videos used to boost and push an artist. And now it's kind of like, once you've already got the attention and the following on your music and what you're putting out, that's when you start to do the bigger music videos because there's an yeah. audience for it. It's so strange how it's changed in such a short amount of time. Yeah, exactly. I know. It's it's almost like you start doing music videos when it's like expected that you have right. a music video. Right, 100%. Yeah. I feel like your voice fits in so many different genres. Like the songs that you have out, like um, in 16 Candles, I feel like there's like a little bit of a rock edge to your vocals. Haunted is super mm-hmm. light and airy, which pairs well with like the dark house vibe a bit. Um, closer is a little more straight pop. It kind of reminds me a little of like Dua Lipa and what they were doing with future nostalgia and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, so I know you were saying that you kind of like to just do what you feel and what you feel is cool. So going forward, do you think that you're still trying to find your sound or do you think you're just going to continue to experiment and kind of do whatever you feel is right at the moment? I mean, I think that, um, I think that in terms of, in terms of vocals, at least I, we always try to kind of fit the vocals to the song like kind of have it be a part mm-hmm. of the world yeah you know what i mean instead of having like because i mean i can do whatever i just think that um it feels like if if i had kind of taken the same approach that like i don't know closer and like put it on haunted i just don't think it would have worked as well right it's got to fit know what i mean so i mean i think that yeah exactly we just try to like think about the song objectively and what's going to work best for the song um you know what i mean and then kind of move forward from there and i think that um i know what i really like in terms of music and i think that you kind of keep that with you but also kind of know how to adapt because i think that if you kind of stay stagnant um things things move so fast right especially um, trends that it just you'll yeah exactly and not to say that i think there's a big difference between doing things only for trends and being able to adapt right. to them. Right. 100%. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I I know what I like and I know what I kind of do um but I I also don't yeah, I don't just like follow whatever what's skyrocketing then like okay, right. let's do that. Well, as an actual artist and somebody who writes music besides just singing whatever is given to you and and having specific goals that might not line up with your artistic integrity. Like you're in a different category in the sense that you're writing and you're connected to this music and it's your experience. So I feel like it's more important in that situation to stick to who you are and not just make something because it's what sounds hot right now. Yeah, hundred percent. Absolutely. I think there are also so many different versions of like, like who Mm -hmm. you are. Yeah. hundred percent. Like, I think that, a lot of people are like, oh, this is this is who I am and I'm I can't be anything else and I can't modify slightly or anything like that. I'm like, you know, I love Game Boy. It's a great I, I love the visuals, I love the music, but I also like 
darker right, stuff. Right. You know what I mean? So who's shooting the visuals and coming up with the concepts for the stuff that you're doing, like with the sh- little shorts on Spotify and stuff? That's all us. Yeah. <laughs> that is, yeah. That's all us. We uh, for the Game Boy one, we just taped up a sheet on my closet, um, and then used like plant lights to illuminate the back. And I just walked into the frame and then knocked like this, and then walked out. That's awesome. And then we edited it around it. Yeah. And then we just shot the haunted one in running. I was the car would drive and my brother and little sister would hold the camera and a flashlight in the trunk of the car and then I'd sprint after <laughs> it. So That's awesome. So it's definitely uh DIY. They look really good. They don't look it, so that's awesome. So the next song coming out is Help, which comes out on March 29th. Uh tell us a little bit about that. What does it sound like? What what's the vibe on that one? I think with help, I mean we're trying to I think that Haunted has been really reactive. Um, and we're kind of trying to just like explore more of that lane because I think that it has, for whatever reason, people seem to really like it mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, and I mean, I really like it, so I'm happy to do kind of more of that stuff. Um, but I think, yeah, I think we're just kind of trying to explore that niche a bit more. Um, and that seems to be the one that's kind of stuck the most. Um, but I don't know. I mean, we're in the future. I mean, I don't, I don't know, but I mean, I love, uh, you know, things like, kesha and like a g6 and stuff like that so i think that kind of like taking elements wow you're young for that (laughs) oh i love kesha she's amazing i was listening to kesha when i was your age five thousand years ago (laughs) (laughs) i found her i think a little bit too early on i would uh i don't think i was allowed to buy her music on itunes (laughs) so i just played the preview over and over and over again um no but she's great i mean so i mean that's the stuff i really love but i think just I don't know. I think we're just kind of like exploring that realm and then just kind of trying to see what, you know, kind of trying to anticipate what people are going to be liking a step after that, you know, so. Well, it's so interesting that you said that and that you bring up Kesha because that's kind of what I was talking about. Like when she came out with her um, TikTok, not to be confused with the app, but the song. Nobody was really doing that in mainstream pop music. That sound was new and it was fresh and people liked it so much. And that's what blew her up. And then eventually that became the sound. And now every artist that was putting out music in mainstream pop was trying to take that sound and make it their own and kind of just sounded like the same thing reiterated. So that's kind of what we were talking about before. And that's so interesting that you brought up Kesha because that's exactly how her career started. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, she's an amazing artist. um, And I think that she has a very, obviously, I don't think I've really heard anything exactly like Kesha, like replicated. They try. (laughs) Um, But I think it's, I mean, yeah, they tried. But but I think that, I think it's just a matter of taking elements um, from things that, I like, um, and then just kind of incorporating them into what I think feels natural, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I love that. Um, are you working on some sort of full length project? Are you going to do an EP or an album this year? I think that, uh, for whatever reason, singles seem to be, uh, like a putting like a release format that seems to be working because as I love albums and I love EPs, um, and we've obviously released an EP before, but I think that um, I don't think people have as much like patience to listen through an album as they did in the past, because I've seen artists release singles and they do great and then they drop an album and then it and it doesn't do yeah. anything, um, which is odd. But I think that it should. Yeah. For whatever reason, singles seem to be the format that's best mm-hmm. kind of like hitting. Uh, so I think that we're probably just going to continue with singles and 
possibly at some point kind of compile something into an EP, but I think just kind of keep going with mm-hmm. what's working at the moment. And then I think if you see a change, right. then you change with it. So I think it depends too on the target audience and the generation and the artists themselves, because I think that personally, the artists that I really like, I like to see their full project. And I think that it also depends on what the artist is doing. Like you see really successful artists like The Weeknd who are doing things like old style, full album, the album cycle lasts a year or two. You don't see many artists doing that. A lot of people get like a quick buzz, like the little Nas X album. It was the most talked about album of the year. It comes out two singles and where is it now? It was here and it was gone. So I guess you have to also find like what works for you as an artist and what your audience is looking for from you. And it seems like you're still figuring that out. So that's great. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. What about live shows? Are you thinking about doing something while the single is still blowing up? Uh, Yeah, I'd I'd love to do live shows. I mean, I've done, my brother and I have done a lot of live shows. um, And I think that it's something that, I mean, yeah, I I would love to. I think we're trying to get uh, one or two kind of lined up in New York. Obviously, this is tentative. We don't even have dates. Oh, I can't wait. I'm there. I'm already calling out of work. I'm on my way. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that would be that would be great. I, we'd love to have you there. I love live stuff. I mean, that's kind of like the mm-hmm. the end goal. Yeah. is live. You know what I mean? Uh, and so I think we're kind of trying to get together like a you know a track list and kind of all that stuff and just getting yeah, that's in awesome. Motion. Um, but I love live. I'll so. definitely be the oldest person in the room at your show, but who cares? Not me. No. <laughs> well, no. besides your parents. <laughs> yeah, my parents. Oh my God. I can't believe I'm at the age where I'm lumped in with the parents. Disgusting. <laughs> so what's the long-term goal? Like, do you think you guys want to stay independent and in control of what you're doing? Or is the eventual goal a label, like major deal mainstream? Yeah. I mean, I think that probably, and it depends, but yeah, I, I think end goal is, is, is label. Um, I think, that uh we already have production and stuff but it's like helpful because of budget for uh, right. visuals because we obviously don't have that um but yeah absolutely i mean i think it's just we kind of do what we do and then just having assistance you know we already do but i mean assistance from other right. people so would be helpful well i mean whatever you're doing it's clearly working so keep taking that route um i'm so excited to see what's coming i can't wait to hear the new song it comes out march 29th right it's called help it comes out i think we moved it it's like april 5th um but we're literally we just mm-hmm. tracked it like the rest of it right. last night um so we have to like swap out the files so it's a whole thing um but uh i think it's like april 5th it might be a little bit later just so that we logistically have time right. to get it in like the distribution right. service and it has enough time but okay well then. sometime in april you better be streaming help on all the <laughs> platforms I can't wait. I'm so excited to see what happens for you next and you. where you're going to go. I think you're so talented and you're already so Thank great you. and you're so young. You have so much time ahead of you and like there's no telling what could happen in the next Thank couple of years. And I'm really excited to talk to you now and then see where that goes in the next year, two, three. The possibilities are endless for you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. It's been it's been great to talk to you. Well, thank you so much for sitting down with us. Thanks for waking up. I know you had a late night. i was i was up i was walking around oh me too i was trying to get caffeinated and awake before i sat down me too i literally have a red bull right here oh great i've got my coffee but yeah it's, it's been really good to talk to you thank you for having me on i really appreciate it of course i'm so excited i was i've been so excited all week to talk to you 